1: The Hammer and
0: Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nigel is on sick day, number 5,421 today. <laughs> so that means that Tony Kennett is filling in. And let's go to the hotline right now. Kevin Bowen joins us at this time every Monday to recap the Indianapolis Colts. KB from the morning show over at our sister station 107.5 the fan Kevin it's been a while since we can say this but hot damn the Colts won a football game
1: (laughs) it has been a while yeah it was kind of crazy when you start looking back on the last time they won that would be Jeff Saturday's first game as head coach Uh, the last time they won a game by two scores you've got to go back to December 2021 it was a Saturday night game against the New England Patriots at Lucas Oil Stadium so Uh, Divisional win, any win, multi-score win, it's been uh, quite a while. So certainly uh, a couple boxes checked off there yesterday.
0: So we'll talk about the win here in just a moment. Every win you know, is important, especially when you're a team that's, let's be honest, not projected to be very good. We'll talk more about the dub, but I think the big story out of this game is the health of Anthony Richardson. Mm. Um, scores two touchdowns right away, first six minutes of the game. He gets up. He's celebrating. Things look good. And then we never see him again, Kevin.
1: Yeah, so basically what happened was he did get hurt on that touchdown. That was when the concussion occurred. Um, didn't show any symptoms, so you know he stays in the game for a couple of series. For what it's worth, he was one of four and didn't actually run the ball on either of those two series. And then I guess the symptoms started to develop. You know, whatever, fifteen or twenty minutes after the original hit. When really, if you watch the replay, I mean, his head, you know, kind of whiplashes against that that turf down there. He reports the symptoms, and they you know check him out in the blue medical tent, and then take him into the locker room, and his day is over. So I mean, there's so many layers to kind of go to off of this. Uh, You know, there is a chance he could play on Sunday. We'll obviously uh, have to see how this week goes for him. It's not typically the case for guys to leave a game due to concussion and then come back and play the next week. I want to say last year the Colts had uh, eight guys suffer concussions in a game and two of the eight came back to play in that very next game. So for the most part, you know, guys typically miss a week. Uh, and then I would say bigger picture, uh, you, you can't enjoy the elephant in the room. And that's Anthony Richardson has now played five quarters in the NFL. He's carried the ball 13 times in those five quarters. And if you look at the 13 carries, he's gotten hurt on three of them. And three of them are, are different injuries. Not Not all super severe by any means, but... You know, we're talking about five quarters. I mean, Andrew Luck didn't suffer his first injury until week three of his fourth NFL season. So you know hits are going to add up. He obviously is a player that wants to get out of the pocket and make plays. So I just think his balance of playing style and whether he slides or not, how does he avoid hits, all of that is going to be something to watch because when he's been on the field, he's obviously shown a lot of promise here early in the season. So the question looking forward to the Ravens is do you actually see us kind of if you know Richardson doesn't come out onto the field do you see Moss putting down some more rushing yards and you know giving us another co- or a touchdown Yeah I think that was one of the big bright spots Tony you know exiting yesterday was and I know the bar was incredibly set low by the running backs in week 1 but Zach Moss certainly uh, was a vast improvement from what you got out of Deion Jackson and and, and company in that opener. Mm. Uh, Moss was great, and, and he played every snap but, but one. He's going to be the guy you would think for the next couple weeks until Jonathan Taylor is eligible to come off that, that pup list. So Zach Moss was really key. In, in a game when you went from one starter to the backup, uh you still had three straight scoring drives when Gardner Minshew came into the game and Minshew certainly deserves credit on his own, but I think Zach Moss just he gave you competency at running back a little bit better than that. And you didn't even sniff that in week one. So uh so credit to him for you know kinda of showing why he was drafted in the third round a handful of years ago and I thought he was uh, a really nice performer yesterday.
0: We're chatting with Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan. The wake-up call with KB and Andy in the mornings. So, KB, worst-case scenario here, let me be Debbie Downer and say that Anthony Richardson misses this Sunday's game at Baltimore. Are the Colts going to miss a lot? Because, man, you mentioned it earlier, Gardner Minshew was still able to run that offense.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to miss a lot, Hammer, just because for me – Wins and losses are kind of on the back burner this season. And I know that's a really loser mentality comment by me, but, you know, Anthony Richardson's development is first and foremost. It's the conversation that's going to dominate everything as it should um, all, all season long. So, you know, if he misses Sunday, I look at Sunday as an unbelievable challenge for a rookie quarterback. You know, Baltimore faced C.J. Stroud in week one. They sacked him five times. I think Houston had, like, one snap inside the 15-yard line all game long against Baltimore, and Baltimore's known for this. They are known for a very solid front, some exotic looks. And so I just look at Sunday as an awesome opportunity for Anthony Richardson to you know, get exposed even further into the NFL and see things he hasn't seen yet. So I think that's where some of the bummer lies. I, I, I still think he gives you a better chance to win than, than Minshew. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I agree. Serious, I'm you? with
0: you on that. Yesterday. But I do see Minshew at least trying to stretch out the defense down the field a little bit more as to where Anthony Richardson, he's a much better athlete, ultimately a better quarterback, but I still don't know if I've seen that attempt to go down the field a little bit.
1: Yeah, we we really haven't seen it. Frankly, I I don't think we've seen it from either quarterback. Mm. You know, Minshew maybe had that catcher run to Mallory yesterday, but I I still don't see, you know, whatever, 25, 30-yard shots down the field. I do think what Minshew gives you is a very on-target, accurate quarterback where he really excels is kind of timing and, and placement. There were some plays yesterday where you watch guys catch it in stride and kind of make plays after the catch. I think that's probably the difference, the advantage he has over Richardson. Obviously with Richardson, you have the run component that you wouldn't have with Minshew. And then in general, to your point, Hammer, I do think that's an element of this passing offense we've yet to see, taking shots down the field. That's kind of the question that I have. Is this going to be like a short yard, short running, slow and steady, wins the race, just kind of stick with what you know approach towards Baltimore? Because that hasn't really worked against them in the past, and that's what kind of makes me nervous. I mean, if we're too afraid to actually throw some out there and get some honestly, get some really great outside shots down the field, I just don't know if that's going to be enough to overtake Baltimore. Yeah, I think it's a part of the offense you've got to start to tap into. And, you know, again, that that's Richardson's strength as a thrower. Right. It's testing defenses down the field. It's attempting those shots. I thought it's something we'd see yesterday. Houston was missing uh, both their starting safeties, and obviously Richardson didn't play you know, much in the second quarter, so maybe we eventually would have seen that. But I do think that's an element that you need to start to test. So you know, if it's Minshew, I wouldn't expect a whole lot of it. If it's Richardson, you know, maybe you do see a little bit more. Uh, But nonetheless, I think this will be a really good test for the Colts, and Baltimore is one of really the few AFC teams that have had a 2-0 start this season. Mm
0: -hmm. And, KB, I kind of feel bad for you because this week, I'm sure you're going to get calls from – Indianapolis Ravens fans. There's no bigger, you know, drag on society than folks that are Ravens fans that live in Indianapolis. These are the equivalent of the same people that troll us, that have, like, no profile picture on their Twitter account, 18 numbers, some fake, really cute uh, handle as their account. The biggest slugs you're going to find are Ravens fans that live in Indianapolis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I absolutely love that. You know, this week it's kind of been a somewhat annual occurrence the Colts and Ravens playing, or at least seems like it's been. And I swear I get asked to go on Baltimore radio you know, oh. every time this game appears on the schedule and I'm like I kind of forget to like question two and they start just ripping the Ursays and I'm like, guys, I'm thirty four years old. I mean forty years ago (laughs) was when the move happened. So I hate to play the age game with you, but it just doesn't have a lot of bearing on me for 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 that. So yes, I, I I'm sure there is still a little bit of uh animosity, especially in uh in Baltimore.
0: And the thing is, like, they're going to run trash talk to you. They invite you on their program. They try to trash talk you. They live in right. Baltimore. Has anybody <laughs> been to Baltimore? Like the whole city just smells like a rotting rat's corpse.
1: They serve tetanus shots in the airport on the way out. Right,
0: right. I mean it's it's a hellhole, yet they try to get cute because they're still mad at Jim Ursay. <laughs>
1: He could not preach one. After this, you should have a Mayflower.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. If somebody invites you on, you need to do that. Uh, Real quick, shout-out to my sponsor, Mayflower. Mayflower, helping you move from one hellhole to a better city. All right, KB, where can we find more coverage?
1: Yeah, 107.5thefan.com. will have written coverage all week long, keep you updated on the Anthony Richardson situation. And then the wake-up call with myself, Kevin Bowen, and uh, Andy Sweeney every morning, 7 to 10, over on The Fan.
0: KB, thank you. Thanks,
1: guys.